What's poppin' everybody? How y'all doing? Thank you for tuning in to the Swamp Life Podcast with yours truly, the one and only, Big Gator, Gator Love, Don Cayman, Spiffy Gator, Turtleneck Gator, Gold Chain Gator, aka Mr. Where's My Lighter. You know, like I've said previously, address me as one of those aliases or don't address me at all. And, you know, hopefully you guys have had a nice week. My week has been a little interesting. You know, I talked about my wisdom teeth coming in a bit on my podcast last week. And now I'm kind of used to the discomfort in a way, almost. I did use Orgel one time, and that was definitely a bad idea because it numbed it. And then when I woke up, nigga, I felt everything again, and it was just terrible. As opposed to me feeling a like a six, maybe a seven out of ten comfort discomfort in the morning, and then it like just gradually decreasing, and or just me becoming used to it, as opposed to you know. Excuse me. Me using the Orgel, that shit going from like a six or seven down to numb. And then hours later, it's like back at like an eight. For some reason, after I used the Orgel, my mouth hurt more when I woke up. So I'm not really down to use the Orgel anymore. But anyways, enough about me, man. I feel like this week, you know, these past few weeks, um, I've been talking about me personally a lot. So... I feel I'm happy that there's actually some shit that I really want to discuss. You know what I mean? So I'm not sure where I really want to start. Um, Oh, I'm sure if you have a Twitter, you've seen this trending and like, you know, this was a thing. The Jake Feely thing when he took a picture with his daughter's prom date and uh, he had a handgun in his hand. He hashtag bad boys because if you've seen the movie, when that nigga shows up to the house, he knocks on the door. He's like, hi, mister. He's like, who the fuck is this nigga? He's like, he's 16. He looked 30. And then, yeah. Anyways, Will Smith had a gun. He was acting like a crazy uncle. Martin was like, nah, he, you know what I mean? He a kid, blah, blah, blah. Basically, it was making it seem like just to scare him to not try to have sex with her or whatever. You know what I mean? Blah, blah, blah. Hurt her or whatever. You know, I it's, it's honestly kind of dumb, but it's more of like a... I don't think this should be a, a thing. It's so crazy what people decide to make go viral and have outrage over because this is just bullshit masculinity. Like, that's, that, that's all it is. There's no reason to have fake outrage, like, he's not really gonna shoot this nigga for, I mean, unless this nigga was to actually do something warranted to be shot, so, I mean, he just let him know, if you do some wrong shit, nigga, you know what I mean, you might get shot, I mean, and I don't, I don't necessarily think there, there's anything wrong with letting a young man know, in a polite manner, that if, um, his daughter was harmed, that you could be harmed, you know, I feel like, you know, that's how most fathers feel in general, so, yeah, I don't, I just think, 
that's that was a dumb thing to be outraged over. I just wanted to address that real quick, just because that, that was one of those weird things I seen. But <clears throat> fuck, dude, soda's so bad for you. I'm sorry, guys. Um, one of the coolest things I did see that I think was super underrated on TV, and I'm not gonna let this go unnoticed, was FS1 had their main show. Their anchoring show had two black, actually Joyce Black too. So they had an all black cast holding down the show for like the last half hour or the last hour. I'm not sure exactly how long Jim Jackson Jim Jackson was there, but that's so cool that they actually did that as opposed to ending the show early or getting another white dude to fill in for Skip. Because if you watch sports TV at all, think about it. There is not ever two black people debating each other. It's always a white person and a black person, or it's always a male and a female, or, you know, it's never two of the same things. So to see Skip or Shannon Sharp and Jim Jackson debating each other and Joy Taylor being the mediator and all black front, that just, I just thought that was super dope. And I want everybody to take note of that. And, you know, just I think FS1 is on the come up. And over the next few years, they're probably going to surpass ESPN because everybody ESPN fires is moving over to FS1 anyway. So there's that. And it's crazy because I just I really want to reiterate this point. If you think about it, Michael Smith and Jamel Hill were the only all black show that was actually doing it and just spewing black excellence and black culture and not afraid of it. You know what I mean? And then they got taken off the air. Like, just just think about how quickly and effectively ESPN just pulled all that blackness off the air. So, I think it's super dope that FS1 allowed an, an all-black cast to do their thing they finally allowed me to do his thing me got out of jail today and <clears throat> I haven't I don't think I've talked about the meat case on my podcast at all really and it's because it's so baffling and it doesn't make sense to me at all I really hope that this nigga makes a movie about it in the next few years or something and really just addresses everything that happens once he's cleared of all of the charges and the probation and everything because from what I've read and researched about this shit, he technically shouldn't even be on probation any anymore. So like he shouldn't even have been in jail in the first place. So he shouldn't I, like it doesn't even make sense. He got arrested on a probation violation um, for riding his dirt bike and popping a wheelie for his music video and breaking up a fight at his music video while he was about to leave, which doesn't make sense to me personally, but it is what it is. Then it while he's in jail, it, it uh, it's revealed that the cop who locked him up when he was 16 the reason he's on probation in the first place 
that even caused a probation violation was a dirty cop who lied on multiple cases of his and a lot of his cases were just repealed and taken back those charges were taken back and wiped out and apparently Meeks is involved in that so like I said he shouldn't even he should have been released immediately once that was revealed and that the district attorney and everyone knew that the cop was dirty years ago so the justice system is just so fraud that I don't even I don't even know and the thing is it's like crazy because you hear about this and then you know everyone knows how fucked up the justice system is low key but to actually witness something like this in real time is crazy because I I don't think people really understand the full magnitude of what's actually happening this nigga's a fucking millionaire and he was he still had to go to jail and do that jail time and just imagine about imagine all the other black men who have dealt with these same circumstances who don't have the same amount of money to fucking pay for all these lawyers and have all these rich people to support them and say that he's a good guy and all this kind of things so I don't know like shit like that just makes you wonder and it's like fuck I guess it's almost scary to be a black man sometimes fuck because imagine what the justice system like if the justice system can do that to a fucking millionaire imagine what the justice system can do to a nigga like me like that's crazy it's crazy to think about and like I'm not ever trying to go down that road but like it's just crazy you know what I mean <clears throat> excuse me you know another thing that I thought was mad wild was you know I'm not in the EDM at all but um, R.I.P. to DJ Avicii. If I said his name wrong, I apologize. But I was just reading up on it because, you know, I have a few friends of mine that are really into EDM. They go to a bunch of events and shit all the time. So, like, I wanted to know what was going on. And um, he died at 28. There's still no... I I was researching it again, and I still can't find a like a, a real reason as to why he died or like an overdose or heart attack or you know suicide or anything like I don't there's nothing being revealed yet but the craziest thing that I read about was he was doing a documentary and he said he was gonna die I'm, I'm gonna read this part to you he said, they seen how ill I have felt by doing it, but I had a lot of pushback when I wanted to stop doing gigs. I have told them this. I won't be able to play anymore. I have said, like, I'm going to die. I've said it so many times. I don't want to hear that I should entertain the thought of doing another gig. Like, this nigga told his friends he was going to die and told his people around him that he was going to die and they still pressured him into doing gigs and touring and events and shit like that and I just I think that's so fucking crazy because apparently he was dealing with anxiety and he had his gallbladder and shit taken out in 2014 so he was dealing with a few health issues but he got that taken out from drinking apparently 
not to, like not in any indict I mean that is bad but I'm not saying in any indictment on him I'm just saying I'm just saying it to say he was already dealing with a few health issues he had acute pancreatitis it's just I don't know what reason actually killed him I just it's fucking crazy that you know he's making that level of money he's having that level of success and I assume he's taking care of a few people at least you know what I mean he's providing jobs for people at bare minimum he's providing job at least three or four jobs so I'm but when I say taking care of people I'm saying I think he's at least paying rent and you know buying food and doing all that kinds of shit or he was I mean for a few people so it's like blasphemous that these people couldn't hold him down in his time of need you know like I don't want to attack any of his close circle or anything like that but if he was he's on record saying that what I read to you guys and people still pushed him into performing that's that's like heartbreaking nigga like honestly because those people are supposed to be your family like if when you're away from the people that you grew up with if those aren't the people that he grew up with you know what I mean but like you know you're on the road with those people and doing all these gigs and everything with those people you're with these people all the time so I imagine that I can't imagine how close they have become you know what I mean so it's just like fuck Who's really, like, pressuring him into doing that? That's, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't really know the situation and what, like, actually happened, but, like, from what I read, it's just crazy that people were still pressuring him after he said those things, you know? Yo, when Rock Nation does the biodrama on Meek Mill's life, because best believe Rock Nation is the one who's doing the biodrama, they have to have the part of this nigga getting out of jail and showing up at the 76ers fucking playoff game and these niggas winning the series. Because that's... That's also something that I can't let go unnoticed. And I don't think it is, but... Because he just came home, so everybody's making a big deal out of him just coming home and everything. But the fact that this nigga came home and went to the 76ers game, that's legendary, pimp. Like... That's that's different level status. He rang the bell like nigga. Like nigga. Just just that simple. I don't, I don't even have nothing else to say about that. Um but while we're talking about the playoffs. Ooh, man, my squad is down 3-1 right now. I'm not sure what the fuck is going on. You know like you watch these games and you watch people play with the lack of intensity or just like watching Russell Westbrook play like it's 2016 and it was just like, ah, calm the fuck down, nigga, like fuck. And I know that's how he plays, but he was just on such a mission. Like Russell Westbrook's my favorite player. Russell Westbrook was my favorite player long before everybody was fucking with Russell Westbrook. When niggas hated Russell Westbrook and said he shot too much and he wasn't a real point guard, that they should start James Harden at the one, 
all that shit that niggas used to talk about Russell Westbrook. I fucked with Russell heavy, nigga, heavy. Anyways, just give me all a little context on the backstory, how long I've been rocking with my dog. But to see him fucking play with that, like, those blinders on to where he just felt like he had to do everything his fucking self or, like, too aggressive to where he was just fucking basically throwing a nigga down or, like, just pushing a nigga over. And it's like, Russ, bruh, what are we, like, my nigga, like, you're seeing red. Like, what are we doing? You're not even, these aren't clear actions, bruh. It just... I don't think we're going to lose game five in Oklahoma City, but right now, man, I don't know. I don't know about the series, bro. I don't know if we could pull out three in a row, man. The way the Jazz have been playing, they play with such discipline that even the game that we won, it's not like, I mean, we won in a convincing fashion, but that was with an excellent effort from Paul George. And so I just don't know if we can get that every game for the next three games. And then what about the next series? Because if that goes, well, there's no choice. It is going seven now if we want to win. So, like, then the next series, we're going to be drained playing the Rockets. Excuse me, fuck. I'm not drinking soda before podcasts again. I'm burping too much and fucking, it's stupid. But like I said, playing the Rockets, that's just, that... The three-point barrage they're going to put on us, that's just not a good... It's not a good matchup, man. I mean... In a way, it might be... But... And actually, no, it's not. Defensively, they match up well for, against us because... Harden doesn't have much defensive responsibility. But he will be put to the test if he was to play the Thunder. But I, I'm just not sure if we'll make it, man. The... Surprisingly, though, the biggest surprise of the playoffs, I did not expect the Pelicans to beat that ass like that. The Pelicans dusted the Trailblazers badly. Wasn't I was not expecting them to get swept at all. I was honestly expecting that to be one of the toughest series in the first round because niggas was talking about playoff P. The only playoff person that is a real thing is playoff Rondo. Because this nigga is elite in the playoffs. Elite. I'm going to say it again, nigga. Elite. Last last year, it reminded you of how he had the Bulls two up against the Celtics. And now this nigga is just like, fuck. He looked like 9 Rondo on the Celtics when he had KG and Pierce and all them niggas. Like, he... Dropping dimes, nigga. It's like, damn, he's setting up the offense. He hitting the jumper. It's like, wait a minute. Who is this nigga? He done been on 17 teams in the last year. Like, who the fuck is this nigga, bruh? Like, this is really old Rondo right now. I think niggas is really underestimating that. It's crazy. The Pacers... You know, I thought for a second, they almost had me, y'all. I was doubting Cleveland for a second. I still thought, like, as of that last game, I still thought the Pacers was maybe going to do something. But then 
Yeah, I, I just can't see LeBron James losing in the first round. I like, it's just no way, honestly, that he'll lose in the first round. I just don't see it happening. I, I just don't. Toronto, that the I'm just trying to think of all the series that are, are happening right now, and the Toronto series, that's just I don't care about it honestly. I the Wizards suck. The Raptors are gonna win the series, but even if the Raptors win, I still have no faith in the Raptors in the playoffs. I don't know why. I mean, we all know why already, but it's just like they do this every year. They are a good team till they get to the playoffs. They get to the playoffs. They fucking, they fuck it off. DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry have found a better rhythm, though. It seems like Kyle Lowry isn't trying to do what he's been doing the last few years. It seems like he kind of passed the torch. He's facilitating a bit more. You know what I mean? Just setting up the offense as opposed to trying to shoot threes and be a shooter. And it seems to be working for the most part, but... I just, it's hard to have faith in them. It's just hard. I just, they didn't, I I don't know. I don't know. And you know, the Celtics Buck series, it's just like, again, I don't care about the Eastern Conference. Like, the one team, the only series that I give a fuck about is the Eastern Conference Finals. And that's because the uh, 76ers, are going to play Cleveland. And that's the only team I think can beat Cleveland. And everyone's saying it now, so it's kind of like one of those things where I don't really care to discuss, but it's like, it's a real possibility with the way Cleveland was playing against the Pacers in these past few games. It just, and the way the 76ers looked in this first series, I don't know, man. I mean, of course, it's still, it's LeBron James, but like, I feel like in a minute, I mean, in a year or two, we're going to be like, hey, bro, that's Ben Simmons. So, you know what I mean? This might be that him and, nigga, actually, and and that's Joel Embiid, nigga. So, like, this could be the real start of a a real thing. And now niggas are talking about Paul George going out there, too. Ugh. Paul George has been playing kind of ass, so I don't know how that would actually benefit their team much, but he actually, no, Paul George is definitely more of an Eastern Conference player. If you watch basketball, you definitely understand the what I'm trying to say, but his playing style suits the Eastern Conference better, I would say, as opposed to being a star on the Western Conference. He just doesn't... He, I don't... I don't want to call him out and say he's not ready for that level of competition every night. I just think his playing style is a little more relaxed and I don't know, the way the his spots on the floor are more accessible in playing Eastern Conference teams because of the way they play defense because they don't usually have a strong center. That made more sense for anyone who wants to be semantical about shit. Not that anyone does, but, you know. Oh, also, by the way, if anyone wants to know where I got that DJ Aviche stuff from, uh, he said it in his movie. uh, It was called Aviche True Stories. 
it was on Netflix a while ago. I think it's removed from Netflix now. But, yeah, you know, just want to cite some sources in case anybody was tripping, you know. But onto the music that I really listen to, you feel me, and that I really fuck with. J. Cole album dropped on Friday. And normally I like to sit with an album a little longer before I talk about it, you feel me, because everybody's on the wave and everybody's talking about how great the album is and everything. So I like to really digest it a few times before I give an opinion on it, but nigga, this album's fire. Like, I can't even, there's no, I don't even understand how people can bash J. Cole, even in a, in any shape or form now. It just doesn't make sense to me. And I know I kind of sound like a stan in saying that, but I'm going to try to approach this objectively because the people who I have seen bash J. Cole or, you know, say he sucks or anything like that, listen to trash-ass artists or, like, listen to people that could... That would hope to amount to the level of success that J. Cole has. So, and it's kind of just like, what the fuck are we even holding? What measure are you holding as success or trash or good and bad? Like, you're not obviously not holding lyrics as a metric of being good or bad. Flow, cadence, production, videos, like... I don't understand how the message in the music, like, just the beats, like, I can go on, I go on on and on, but there's not a a reason or a, a thing that a person could tell me that, uh, why they dislike him. I mean, I have heard that he's boring, and I guess that if niggas don't want to listen to slow music, that, I guess, like, I... I don't really understand that part, but I mean, I guess that's how a nigga could say it was boring, but then I guarantee these niggas have artists that they listen to that make slow music, so it's just, it just doesn't make sense. The message he's talking about in this album, it's, it's real, and it's so relatable, just, and maybe it's, I'm biased because I'm a black man, and the shit that he's talking about is so the issues and everything he says is so relatable just being an American. Like, it's not even... It's bigger than just being a black man and all the issues and everyday struggles that that comes with being a black person or being a person of color that entails. He talked about the, the shit that... Oh, nigga, there was a spider. How is it... Um, wait a minute. Hold on, y'all. How is there a spider in my car? I'm I'm sorry, y'all. I was going to get into the J. Cole thing, and then I'd seen something moving. And it's a real life... My nigga, he, he crawling away, though. So, as I was saying. Like, he talks about the presidency, and just not in a generic-ass way, like, fuck Donald Trump. And not that there's anything wrong with just saying fuck Donald Trump or anything like that, but addresses the way that people actually view the presidency and politics and where his financial money is actually going and paying taxes and being a person of wealth 
and how you could you should be able to decide where all this tax money is going and all the bullshit these politicians are actually doing and just the bullshit of politics in general this nigga addressed it while staying on beat and having a dope ass cadence and a dope ass flow at the same time in a not boring way who the fuck else is rapping about politics as a multi-platinum artist right now not fucking 14 years ago because that's not relevant yet I'm not there yet I got that point but and I'm not bashing him for making it 14 years ago because it needed to be made 14 years ago as well I'm just saying as a multi-platinum artist right now this nigga's making that kind of music that's iconic bro and it's crazy that people bash this nigga for making real music that has a real message that's like real hip hop like The video, the song Kevin's Heart, my name, like the, I'm standing right now. I'm trying to be objective, but I'm standing. So I'm going to just go full fucking stand. Sorry. Nigga, Kevin's Heart, have you seen, have y'all seen this video? He had Kevin Hart in the video. Everybody, Kevin Hart's going around the grocery store, driving around and shit. Everybody's side-eyeing this nigga. Making him look dumb. Then this nigga turns on the radio and the radio is talking about Kevin Hart. The artistry in this shit, though. My nigga, like. The artistry in this, though. Like the fact that Kevin Hart was actually down for this. And then at the end of the video, Kevin Hart arrives home with some bags and he just laughs. And it says, choose wisely. Like. Like, man. Excuse me, but like, man, come on now. Like, the artistry in this shit is just magnificent. He had, I assume, what was a listening party when I talked about, I think I talked about that last week on my podcast. He tweeted a, a no phone, no camera, no something else event. It was just like a pop-up event, first come, first serve. And then he had another one in London, and then the next... No, it wasn't even the next. I think it was just that Friday his album came out. And then it was this. Like, what? The album stands three meanings. Kids on drugs, king overdose, and kill all, kill our demons. And I definitely understand the king overdose part and the king on drugs part. I actually understand all of the kill our demons part. It just, I highly recommend the album. I, yeah. It's just that simple. I highly recommend the album. It's it's one of them ones. And I feel like I'm going to be saying that so much this summer. The list of albums that are going to be fucking dropping. If simply from Kanye West himself. The producing of by Kanye West himself. I mean, Pusha T's album's coming out on May 25th. That's a must. Him and Kid Cudi got an album coming out on June 8th. That's a must. Tiana Taylor's album coming out. Eh. I'ma listen to it. I don't mean eh like that. I just mean, you know. Ah. And Kanye got a seven album, a seven song album coming out on June 1st. If that's still really coming out. I didn't really see that on the list of shit anymore, but if that's still coming out when it, when it was when he tweeted it. I don't know how many times I'm gonna be and then not even to account for all the other artists that are dropping this summer, Drake, 
ASAP Rocky. Like, I'm I'm low key not ready. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. This is too it's low key too much. Honestly, I really feel like it's gonna be too much music for me. I'm not gonna know which one I want to listen to first. It's just all my old music is gonna be gone, and I feel like 2017 was such a good year for music. So that's so crazy that 2018 is gonna potentially top 2017. And there were so many fucking good albums that came out in 2017. So it's gonna be crazy that 2018 might top that. Crazy. And other than the J. Cole shit, man, I think that might have been all I had for this week, bro, because, yeah, man, I'm all out of here. Oh, I lied to y'all. That Fenty lingerie is coming out, and I'm excited. And I feel like all niggas are excited low-key. Niggas didn't really care about the Fenty makeup that much, you know what I mean? That just is what it is. You know, girls are going to post pictures in their Fenty makeup. It is what it is. But that Fenty lingerie, I'm here for it. That's all I got to say, y'all. Y'all have a good night. Y'all have a good week or a good day whenever you listen to this. You know, share with your friends. I need more listeners. Tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe to the podcast and to tell their friends as well. Um, if I said anything that you hated or disagreed with or that you loved and you liked, let me know. Tweet me. I am Gator. That's my hat name. I'm not just saying, you know, but yeah, like I said, peace out.